Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Angel's Envy. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? Pretty good. Bit hungover from the Super Bowl, but, you know, not that other than that. It happens, it happens. But, you know, nothing's going to be good, better for your hangover than a little bit of hair of the dog. So we've got a great uh, option for that today. So why don't we just jump right on in, tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Angel's Envy. Of course. So this is one, again, I think we've done numerous times uh, before, whether it was like state picks here for Ohio or other just general, um, you know, stuff through... Um, Angel's Envy, like just the regular products and everything that we have, um, and can get our hands on and everything. Um, and it was one that when we first covered it is all the way back on, uh, episode 11, Distilled Descent for us. Uh, so again, another very old episode (laughs) way back in the archives for us, if you are willing to go that far back. Sure. (laughs) But, um, so if you want to listen to the full breakdown of the brand and everything, like that's where we'll have longer episode about all the history and everything but um yeah. you know just kind of a brief recap of the brand uh you know they were founded back in 2006 by a lincoln henderson and his son wes who um lincoln himself actually was a former master distiller for brown foreman so kind of relating back to woodford and old forester yeah all the brands that uh brown foreman has like we covered last week with brown um the Woodford Double Oaked. Sure. Um, but they were eventually, um, well, they were initially set up in 06 uh, in Louisville there by both of them as a subsidiary of a Louisville distilling, but then ended up being bought out like nine, ten years later by a Bacardi mm. in 2015. Um, and their current location on Main Street, uh, I think 500 Main Street in Louisville, their... Um, is where they've been residing since 2016. Ironically enough, another brand that we almost stopped in just <laughs> randomly on your bachelor party. I know. We didn't make um, it, but we were, ugh, I wanted to. We were close enough walk that if we wanted to at least stop in the gift store, we could have done it. I know. Um, but, you know, it'll happen sometime. For sure. Um, we'll make it at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they've been there, you know, for the last eight years at 500 Main. Uh, you know, they do have their Club 500 Main, uh, I think is what they call it, in recognition of their address there in Louisville. Gotcha. Um, and then, uh, you know, Lincoln, I don't remember if he's still with the brand anymore, but Lincoln, um, like I said, he was prior former or prior master distiller for Brown Foreman. Uh, and he was actually one that was instrumental in helping them develop in his heyday for them uh, Woodford Reserve. And in several, like, Jack Daniels, like, single barrel products and other, uh, like, Gentleman Jack for them. Very notable products for Brown Foreman and other specific brands in their umbrella. For sure. um, As a whole. And it was something that, you know, as a joke, actually came, or their name, Angel's Envy, was actually a joke between Lincoln and Wes. um, That, you know, when they uh, first started, like, dumping and bottling all of their bourbons and ryes um i think the rye came i think the bourbons were first released in i want to say maybe 2013 to 2015 era but um the rise i think came in the 2016 to 2018 era if i remember correctly 
um, like when they first started dumping and bottling everything, uh, it was just kind of a joke that between Lincoln and West that they had uh, finally gotten a better deal than the Angels since um, you know they had gotten really really great bourbon to bottle uh, that had not evaporated to the uh, in at least bourbon parlance is the Angel share basically any bourbon or whiskey that has evaporated out of the barrel. Yeah. Um, so that was where the name kind of, uh, came from, you know, it's the angels are envious of the fact that like we sit here and have, are able to bottle where they bourbon basically. For, for sure. Um, and it was something, you know, when they first started the brand, it was Lincoln's desire that he, you know, really wanted to sit there and try to, in his own method, at least innovate within the bourbon market as he saw it at the time. Uh, and at that time, you know, there was not a lot of brands, I think, if any, that had or at least were succeeding in doing things like barrel finishing. Mm. Um, so they were one of, like I said, they were one of the first, if not the first, they were definitely the first to succeed at it. There, I think there might have been some other ones like back in the 80s or 90s that had tried mm. to do like some barrel finishing gotcha. and other types of oak barrels um, like that had been like wine finish or something. But they were the first ones that actually, you know, succeeded then in like the 20 or 2006 to 15, 16 era, um, you know, where they first started introducing uh, their bourbon finish in port wine. And then I think then their rye afterwards uh, finished in, I think, sherry oak casks. So both of them were, you know, X, wine, some form of wine cask. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that stuck around for the brand with everything they've done. Uh, even their special releases they'll do in some form of wine cask or other interesting, like, um, wood product cask. Like, they've had, uh, like, one that's finished in Mizunara oak casks, which is a Japanese wood, as an example. That's, an like, a was a special edition for them in allocated bourbon in, I want to say, 2018 or 2019. Okay. Um, but, like I said, they were the one that really first succeeded at kind of introducing this as an idea to the market. Yeah. Um... And all of them, you know, part of that, I think, that really helped them was their very, very small batch. You know, whereas some brands might do hundreds, if not thousands of barrels blended into what they call a small batch for that brand. Angel's Envy sits there, truly make it, makes it small batch. It's 8 to 12 barrels, uh, at least per their website still, and what I can find online. 8 to 12 barrels at a time, still to this day, that they're making in a, to a even though they don't label it this way, I think a small batch bourbon or rye. Sure. Um, and all their stuff, you know, even for how young it is at four and a half to six or four to six and a half years old, uh, really tastes good. And yeah. uh, like you said, we're big you know, fans. <laughs> oh, clearly really great fans. I think this is one of the staple ones I always keep on my shelf. For sure. Um, you know, and it's something that I think has really helped them uh, is that, you know, the types of barrels that they're finishing their products in. Um, so the bourbon, like I said, is finished, um, going, is finished in port wine barrels. Uh, I was actually wrong. And that's where trying to state pick of that today from Ohio liquor. Correct. Um, rye, their rye is actually finished in a rum barrel, not the sherry cask barrels. Right. I was wrong about that. Um, but then they have some cask strengths, rye and bourbons that they do i think one of those might have been done in a sherry that a sherry barrel that's where i was thinking of yeah 
And then they have their uh, cellar collection releases that they do in different types of barrels as well. Uh, I actually, and I forwarded this to you. Uh, I know I didn't win the tasting, which my wallet thanks me because that was 400 bucks for it. (laughs) Um, For the set of the three. Yeah. But their uh, cellar collection, like three, 375, I forget which ones they were filled in or uh, uh, finished in, but three 375 milliliter bottles are being released yeah, as of now. I didn't in... win either. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of our wallets love us then. <laughs> yes. But their, uh, their seller collection, those smaller bottles, are being released. I think that was starting back on February 1st of this year, 2024. Gotcha. Um, to the general public, but like you could have won it sooner if you wanted to purchase it. Gotcha. Um, from the distillery. Um, and then I'm just going to elaborate a little bit here on, yeah. on this specific bottle. As Andy mentioned, this is uh, one of their, their uh, you know, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskeys finished in port wine barrels. Uh, this is an Ohio liquor, um, selection. It's the, it's a private selection single barrel. This is barrel SB-230254 and this is bottle number 13. Um, while regular Angel's Envy bourbon, straight bourbon whiskey finish in port wine barrels typically is 86 proof. This is actually 110 proof, so definitely Ooh. a little hotter. Yeah. Um, so it, it, I've been just drinking through the, the <laughs> bottle because it's yeah. great, and I'm really excited to do the tasting. So why don't we jump on in? Yeah, As always, we're going to start with the nose. I mean, off the bat, mm. you can tell it's definitely a lot. Uh, more alcohol in there than regular Angel's Envy. Yeah, you can definitely tell it. It definitely smells a little hotter. Doesn't smell quite as like as strong as a proof, like you said, but it right. still is. Agreed. You can tell it's a lot more noticeable in there. Are there any like actual notes that you're picking up on it? Um, I definitely pick up a lot more of the wine barrel finish there for sure with it with the higher proof. Um, which I think maybe for me that's just something like like I've always thought if they consistently released it at a higher proof it would do good outside yeah. of like their uh, cask strength or something would for be sure. do them some good for that um other than that i'm like i don't really get much of the oak in there mm-hmm. i get a lot more of like f- like fruit uh brown yeah. sugar molasses yeah i get a lot uh, of the brown, stuff like that i get it. a lot of the brown sugar molasses as yeah. well all right let's give it a taste cheers cheers Okay. Gives you a real Kentucky hug. Oh yeah, definitely gives you the Kentucky hug. There. Um, I think it drinks like a one ten. I would say. Oh, for sure, it drinks like a one ten. Um, yeah. Like you definitely notice the alcohol, but it's all like comparing it. I think easy ones to compare to like uh, Weller Antique One Hundred Seven or some of like the other ones that we've tried on past episodes. You get the alcohol, but it's not like an abrasive alcohol on sure. the palate. Um, it's definitely different, though. If, like, yeah. if you're a really big Angel's Envy fan, you might not like this, because it's definitely different than the regular Angel's Envy. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. It's definitely drinks hotter. It's definitely... Um, honestly, on the palate, I don't get the the port finish as much. Me, me neither. Like, yeah. yeah, the port finish, I get a lot more on the, like the regular, regular one, not right. like a store or state pick or for sure. you know, single barrel. So it's almost like... Um, it's almost like a barrel proof version, I would say, of, of Angels Under. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's still good. I don't oh, remember sure. what it cost to get it. Um, I want to say it was about sixty. 
Okay. I'd say I don't remember. I saw it and I just so was like, I'm getting this. If it, like, <laughs> if it's 60 bucks, probably roughly around where the normal Angels is. Right. Yeah, um, I don't think it was crazy expensive, um, but it was definitely, I think, a little more expensive than the regular one. But Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I, I, I like it, but it's oh, yeah. definitely a different experience. For sure. For sure. Yeah, go and knowing that. I think definitely at that price, what it tastes like, I would say buy if you can get, like, yeah. if you're in a controlled state like Ohio, get it. A pick of it if you can, or you know, store pick or something if you can. Um, still, like, get some of like the I get a lot more like barrel and sugar, like yeah. molasses type notes in it than I do like the sure. the uh, like on the regular Angels Envy, like you said, like those wine finish notes on yeah, it, though. No doubt. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe. Uh, leave a review, listen to and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. Follow us on social media, Instagram. Tell your friends about us. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, we'll be here to drink with you next week. <laughs>